Chapter 20, Deborah Cliff. All of the things they collected lie in a pile on the ground by the edge of the cliff, except for the pieces of Dracula. They were still in the sack slung over Simon's shoulder. They would not part with it. They were out in the open now, beneath a darkening sky, the clouds whirling around them as though the weather itself was aware of the importance of what was about to happen. Tim had absolutely no idea what would happen next. All he could do was just stick with Simon Belmont and trust in him. They had been guided to the edge of Castlevania, to that dark place known as Deborah Cliff, where one dimension jutted out into the next. There was the smell of the sea here, and a massive mountain range rose along the horizon until it merged into the pure black of the stuff between universes. Lightning lashed at a distant nameless sea and thunder crashed. Simon Belmont prepared himself. He carefully held the crystal that Linda Entwistle had guided them to. It was red now. It sparkled and glow. Here it is, Linda, said Simon, the power you invested in me, the faith and the love you gave me. Here it is. I give it back. I give it back to Castlevania. I offer up everything to the powers of good in all the universe. Please, send us now to the place where I can do my final battle with Dracula. Nothing happened. Indeed, the crystal seemed to sparkle somewhat less. The waves stopped crashing, the wind stopped blowing, and the thunder and lightning stopped. All was still, ominously still. What's happening? asked Tim, unable to take the suspense anymore. Shh! Can you hear it? Hear what? I can't hear anything. There it is. Simon's eyes glittered with anticipation. Off to the right, yonder. Tim listened harder, and this time he did indeed hear something. It came down from the north like the howl of a lonely wolf. And, even as he listened to the sound grow louder, a sweeping yowling sound. Then he saw it. It was a white cone whirling on its end, snarling and growling with the power that Tim had never even imagined before, much less witnessed. A tornado. And it came straight for them. Tim's first instinct was to run. Run and run just as fast as he could. This was, in its way, far more terrifying than anything supernatural that he had seen in the past two days. This was raw, elemental power. Power that could pick him up and smash him against a rock like a giant might crush a fly against a wall. Simon grabbed him by the arm. No, Tim. It is frightening, I know. Terribly frightening. His long blonde hair was whirling with the harsh whip of the wind, and he had to yell to make himself heard above the din. But have faith. Trust. Tim stopped himself. Yes. He had come this far. Now he had to do something that was, in its way, the most terrifying thing he'd done yet. Which was to do nothing. He had to trust. He had to stay still. And just surrender himself to something far greater than he was. He had to trust the powers of good. Ultimately, that was what he had fought for all this time. And that was what had fought through him against the darkness of Dracula. And knowing that, Tim Bradley realized that there was both good and bad in himself, in everyone. But it was the ultimate responsibility of all people to allow good to work through them to the benefit of all. It was an incredible revelation, and its power and nobility swept through Tim Bradley, cleaning out all of the old residue of doubt. Still, he was scared, and Simon Belmont could clearly see that. Take my hand, Timothy Bradley, the hero said. Take my hand and together we shall face the final challenge. Victory is but a leap of faith away. Tim nodded. He reached out, but a gust of wind grabbed him and pulled him away. Tim, cried Simon. 
Take my hand. Take it so that we will not be separated. Tim struggled against the wind. It was gale force by now, close to a hundred miles an hour. But somewhere from deep down inside of him, there roared up the power that he needed. He struggled. He put all of his heart and soul into that struggle, and he reached out for Simon Belmont's hand, and he grabbed it. A course of power seemed to flash through Simon's hand to his, and he took that power and used it to pull himself closer to his friend. Hold on, Tim, hold on. Here it comes. Tim looked up and he could see the tornado bend over like a crazy slinky toy. His first thought was to close his eyes, to just get away from this terrible thing, but he made himself stop. No, he would face it. If this was his death coming down to him, then he would face it. He would face it with his friend. The tornado dipped down and picked them up like toys and flung them down its throat. Tim Bradley lost consciousness.